0: show. I am your host, Mark Delaney-Crew Wheeler, and welcome. Um, I have a great show tonight, and I apologize for last week. I know it was last minute. It was last minute for me. I completely forgot that my birthday landed on uh, last week's show, and it absolutely, <laughs> it literally, I'm seven o'clock. I'm starting to get ready for the show. I've got my notes and everything, and Due to my wife not being here, uh, thanks to the Navy, um, you know I was just I was having a great you know me day. All of a sudden, there's a bang on my door, and I look, and there's a buddy of mine. He's like, "Dude, we're going out. My wife's got the kids. Let's go." And I'm like, "I got my show." He's like, "Cancel it. We're doing it." Um, so I do apologize. Uh, it was a great time, and uh, definitely mucho mucho needed. Um, but besides that. Uh, We're going to have a great show. We're going to talk about uh, spoons, um, all the different types, and how to fish them with little tweaks you can do to really make them effective. We're going to talk about um, Alabama or Casswell umbrella rigs, um, and as well as bucktails. We're getting into that, that time when 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 bucktails can really, really produce and i've got a tip for you how to start fishing um most you know like a saltwater bucktail uh uh, to be effective now uh uh, especially with smallmouth bass and rivers but before we go any further let me bring him in let me let you say hello and let him say hello to you ladies and gentlemen my co-host matt yuck chum trucks what's going on man
1: hey good evening mark uh Sounds like a good show you got there. Um, actually, um, first off, I want to say uh, to everybody, welcome back from the boondoggle. Um, I was not present oh, myself, yes. but uh, I heard it was a blast. Besides the uh, the, the nocians, as we call them up north here, the flying teeth. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> apparently, they had a little nocium cloud problem the whole time they were down there. So, but um, mm. other than that. Um, also I believe this is the last week for um kayak angler choice awards. Get your nominations in. I believe the actual voting is gonna go up pretty soon. So um you can get over you can go to that link that's um kayakangler or angler dot com slash choice, I believe it is. And that's what I Oops, got for you. Cool.
0: All right. Cool. Um I completely forgot about that, ma'am. Um, I don't know we,
1: have, we haven't really been doing any of that on the uh, show until I just thought about, you know, bringing it yeah. up. <laughs> we didn't get yelled mm. at either, so I guess it's not a bad thing.
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, the boss man hasn't gotten to us yet, uh, but give it a few yeah. hours, and uh, I can see it changing. Um, <laughs> well, cool. Uh, we got Sean Gavin in the in the house, uh, typing away. What's going on, Sean?
1: Um, hey, what's up, Sean?
0: So, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We'll start off with spoons, and I need you to understand something. Spoons are one of those baits I don't talk about a lot. The reason I don't is because they're one of those baits it's really hard for me to explain, but I'm going to try my best. So, with that being said, we'll be right back with more of the Low Sodium Show, only on the Kayak Fishing Radio Network.
2: Bull Bay Custom Rods are handcrafted, designed, built by fishermen for fishermen. Each plank goes through a rigorous stress test to ensure the highest quality, period. You can actually feel the action of the bite as well as lure vibration through the foreground. Made with the highest quality components and made to your specifications. Bull Bay Custom Rods bring innovation to your hands. Go to bbrods.com to check out some amazing custom rods. Bull Bay Custom Rods, built by fishermen for fishermen. Looking for a new cooler with a lifetime warranty and made 100% in the United States? Look no further than Orca Coolers. These roto-molded, rugged coolers feature premium-quality, seamless construction, meaning they're built to take whatever you and Mother Nature throws at them. Orca Coolers allow ice to keep for days, and they have non-flip feet so your cooler stays where you want it. With a secure external latch system, the lid always stays closed. Orca Coolers, made 100% in the USA, always has been, always will be. Check them out at orcacoolers.com.
0: And, folks, please go to HuntFishPaddle.com. They are a humongous supporter of the Low Sodium Show. And, um, you know, go support them. It's hunting season. It's duck season coming up for a lot of places. And the fishing cannot be better. They have great deals on kayaks, paddles, PFDs, baits galore. So check them out. Go to HuntFishPaddle.com. Check them out and give them some love for me. Let them know that you heard it here on the Low Sodium Show. Huntfishpaddle.com Kayak
1: Fishing Radio presents The Low Sodium Show With your host, Mark the Landing Crew Wheeler
0: All right, we're back. Um, let's get right to it spoons and again this segment is brought to you by huntfishpaddle.com check them out at their store in lake wiley south carolina or online at huntfishpaddle.com give them a call if you don't see it they can get it huntfishpaddle.com all right um there's what i consider a spoon a tin there's so many different names to them but what a spoon is in, in in its greatest easiest, most Barney style setup is this. It is a bait that mimics through flash, action, and shape that mimics a bait fish. Okay? Due to its in, in its purest form, due to its erratic and I use quotations with this due to its erratic uh uh behavior, i. e. because it spins and flutters or wobbles gives the impression of a wounded or injured bait fish. Um you know, and, and it's and and the sad and it's really sad because you 15, 20 years ago, um <laughs> you know, 15, 20 years ago, spoons were a mainstay with with, with angling in, in the low-sodium community, period. Now, granted, you still use spoons for, like, walleye, musky, pike, um, you know, uh, a small brim. I know there's a lot of, like, little Johnson spoons or, or Castmasters that are used a lot. Um, ice Fishing uses them all the time. Walleye love a spoon slow trolled. Uh, the guys in the Great Lakes using them for salmon, um, you know, and and it seems like the the bass heads have gotten away from them. And it's really, 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 really a shame because in its purest form, it, it's it 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 mimics that wounded bait fish without doing much. Okay. Um, now, sorry, I reading the chat. Um, so let's look at, at one thing that, that, that I cannot express enough is you need quality components with a spoon period. Okay. And, and let's, let's start at the very, what makes a spoon a spoon and that is its body shape. And this really can dictate the action as well as the the strength uh, and, and and repeated uh, usage of a spoon. Uh, so let's break it down. You have uh, different body styles. Let's start with with the with the very the the most basic body style, and that is the Hopkins body. And what a Hopkins body is 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 a oval, I guess, the best way to put it, or or. I'm going to say egg-shaped, um, lure, it's got no concave, it's got a convex little body, if, a little bit, and it's stamped, It's, it's, you know, it's stamped to make it look like there's, um, uh, uh, scales, okay, it's got two holes in it, one on top, one on the bottom, one end connects to your line, one end connects to the hook, and that's it, 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 Spins sometimes. Some of them wobble. It it all depends on the the action you're trying to put into it, how fast you reel. Um, Hopkins are deadly on striped bass, deadly on, um, because it's a real slow retrieve, it's really deadly on those deep, clear lakes for smallmouth, pike, musky, stuff like that. Uh, if you're a saltwater guy, you know what I'm talking about. Bluefish, Jack um, Cobia, King Mackerel, everything eats a Hopkins, uh, in the salt world. In the freshwater world, it's kinda hard because they are they can be pretty heavy. But with that being said, you can find Hopkins in half ounce to quarter ounce sizes. Granted, they're only gonna be about an inch to two inch long. But they're excellent baits. Um, I've always got one in my one in my bag. A bag of tricks um you know on deep lakes it's always there it's it's right at the top especially if i find those bass are in 30 40 feet like in the northern lakes i'll find you know a, a, a hopkins you know being able to send that suck and you could cast a hopkins a country mile um you know, being able to send that hopkins that 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 country mile and you know I know that for a two ounce Hopkins, it drops about five feet every second and a half. So I can count, count it down, and then use it, that slow retrieve or even a you know a, a swing and retrieve, yo-yo and retrieve, to get them to bite and keep it in that zone. Uh, and, and you know the the Hopkins is the quintessential spoon, or if you're a Northern surf caster a tin, because what they used to do is make them out of lead. And then take tin cans and melt the tin cans down, and dip them in the liquid metal to give them that shiny finish, which is just kind of, you know kind of, kind of cool. To, you know that I still remember that, still remember them doing that. Jeez, that's many years ago. Uh, that's illegal now. Oh, very illegal. <laughs> but um, you know, and it goes with those guys. that used to uh, um, uh, take uh, bomber long A's and drill a hole in the head. Like uh, I'm I'm talking like a 164th inch inch bit and just barely drilling a hole in there and then taking uh, uh, the mercury from or taking a a thermometer cracking the, the, the lobe off and then taking a needle and sucking the mercury out of there and then pushing it into the in the long A taking a toothpick, shoving it in there a little bit of epoxy just to get that bait to dive deeper give it a little more weight makes it cast six times as far because Mercury's heavy as heck. Um, you know, can't do that anymore, but do I still have those baits? You better believe it. Do I use them? No. <laughs> I don't want to get caught. Um, but, uh, you know, that, that those Hopkins are, are, are you know, old school. Along with another one, Castmasters. And a Castmaster, you can tell from a mile away. Basically, what, what a Cast... Funny thing about a Castmaster is when Castmasters first were designed. It was actually by a guy who cut um metal for a living. He worked in a foundry and he would cut um uh steel, steel rod, okay, in these funky corner and, and, and corner uh angles and they drop off these little pieces of of uh of steel that because they did a it was a hot cut Okay, left them long, but but had these two cut ends on it. And he, what he'd do is he'd take them home and he'd drill two holes, you know, one, you know, two split rings and a hook on one end, line on the other, and he was destroying fish. And that's how the castmaster kind of began. If you look at old castmasters, you can really tell because the where the cuts were on that piece of iron, he never even changed it. He just, you know, just went with it. You can see they kind of have a rolled edge to them, of where that that press came down and pressed them out. Um, and those angles. And a castmaster's great. I knew I grew up throwing them, Matt. I know you 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 were th- you throw them still uh for, you know, Taylor Blues and stuff like that. Uh, you know, a little Snapper Blues. Um, love a I little itty-bitty cast. baby castmasters.
1: They're always good for largemouth bass too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, you
0: know, that that little that that jigging action you can give them. Absolutely deadly, man. Um and that's a vertical jig. That's one where you, you you kind of, in the bass world, you kind of need to have a you know, really good unit, uh, a fish-finding unit, bottom unit. Because basically all you're going to do is you're going to find them on the graph and drop down your, your bait. And you, if you know what you're doing, you set your gain just right. You can see your bait falling. <clears throat> you know, and you go, okay, there it is right there. That's right in the school. And you are there and just give it a little six-inch lift. It's all you ever need to do with the castmaster. Don't cast them, okay? Just, just jig it, and it, they'll, they'll eat it. It's that, it's that body design, gives it a really erratic fall, twisting and turning, and it drives them insane. It really does, and it's, it's a, um, it's a very solid bait to have in your repertoire. Plus, it's great, you know, you get into into a school of crappie or or, or bluegill. You know, especially you know with the with the slab crappies, they cannot stand a little castmaster man, and that's one you can actually cast. You know that you know you're using the that quarter ounce little itty bitty gold one. I mean you you cast it and just slowly reel it in, and yeah, you know, next thing you know you're you're all bowed up because they they can't handle it. Um, and granted, I've caught bass on those little quarter ounce ones as well, but um, I find they're more effective as a as a jigging uh, setup. So I'm using about a ounce one, the bigger one. Um for me. Uh Matt, do you uh uh I know you you like throwing the cast masters, man, but uh, anything else that you do differently?
1: With the cast master? Yeah. No, nah, it's I use them a lot more for uh like like these t- days for catching snappers and stuff, but it still resides in my freshwater box. So if I don't have my freshwater box with me I'm I'm SOL. But uh Um I'll c throw them at bass all day. You know, jig them off the bottom. I I even cast at them. You know, i I cast that uh, structure with them. You know, get in there, real nice and tight to structure. Yeah, you know, it, it's tough because you got a treble hook, so you got to be careful where you know what you're working it around because you know you're not even close to weedless. But um, it's it's right. definitely killer on, on bass. It, it really is.
0: Yeah, it's it's one of those that that I really enjoy. Th- you know, having. I, I you know, do I use it all the
1: time? No. Um, but it's. Uh, do you ever do better with the ones with the the uh, bucktail or the feathers on it, or sometimes they have white no. white feathers on the uh, the
0: hook? I, I, on the on the yeah. Hopkins, yes. Uh, on um, like the the flutter spoons, without a doubt. Yeah, um, no, I'm talking it, about the it, castmaster.
1: It, they they sell them like that, and no, I've done pretty I, well I, with I, them. I
0: I I I like the castmaster solely for its. It's jigging ability, and I find that that I, I catch my line more because I use it as a jigger, you know, jigging up and down. That when that sure. you put that 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 feather on there, it slows down that back end a little bit, and it will cause it to that hook to get caught around the line, you know, it's fouling me up, and I don't want to be fouled. Um, so you know, the, that's one of them. Um, yeah, and the next style of of baits are your um devil spoons um those are usually used more for your your salmon your your, your big brown lake trout um, uh, walleyes um but it's it's a round spoon it's more of a trolling spoon more than anything and, uh, that's, let me get into that trolling spoons is a better uh, analogy for them um yeah sean put in that the the acme uh, uh phobia um, you know, I, I love them as, as a trolling spoon. Great for walleye, you know, doing a, a, a downrigger setup. Um, absolutely awesome. Um, you know, and I know Acme makes the Castmaster as well, but because of that, of bend in the, in that, that Acme phobia, it, it really makes it spin really hard. And it, that is where it really shines is trolling. The, like I said, the, um the uh i think it's uh, the johnson devils um you know great great trolling spoons um you know i know some guys are trolling uh bunker spoons now there matt for uh, uh stripers in the freshwater lakes uh, you know i just think that's that's kind of funny um you know uh and they're catching big stripers man down south granted yeah. they're not trolling correctly they're not wire lining or anything like that they're uh they're just kind of letting out X amount of line, and you know, sometimes they go too fast, and it's flopping on the surface. It's just funny. I'm watching these guys do this, and I'm like, that's not how you do it, guys. <laughs> uh, you know, wire line and, and lead core lines and stuff like that are, are what you need for something like that. Um, but, you know, the my, head, my headphones... If anyone wants to donate new uh, uh, microphones to the Low Sodium Show, I would greatly appreciate it because mine keep falling apart. (laughs) They're literally being held right now by fishing line, duct tape, and super glue. And the one earphone... I was going to say, I can send you some OB tape. (laughs) And and my my one earphone is not working anymore. So I can only hear the right ear. Um, But, um, you know, bass that are similar to that are are great for trolling, great for finding fish, uh, because they spin really, really well and and, and what is critical to to baits that spin is having very high quality uh, gear to go with them as well Um, so we're going to take a quick break and when we come right back, we're going to talk more about the terminal tackle for those trolling spoons Because it is very important, it is very, a humongous piece of that pie. Okay? So we'll be be ripe with more of the Low Sodium Show, only on the Kayak Fishing Radio Network.
2: Bull Bay Custom Rods are handcrafted, designed, built by fishermen for fishermen. Each plank goes through a rigorous stress test to ensure the highest quality, period. You can actually feel the action of the bite as well as lure vibration through the foregrip. Made with the highest quality components and made to your specifications. Bull Bay Custom Rods bring innovation to your hands. Go to bvrods.com to check out some amazing custom rods. Bull Bay Custom Rods, built by fishermen for fishermen.
0: All right, folks. You hear me talking about Tommy Tommyhead jigs now for the past what two and a half years, and you still doubt them, and you still doubt them. Telling you, y'all, get out there, pick up a pack of Tommyhead jigs. Okay, I've mean... talked about Jackson kayak in a while. And that's a darn and shame because Jackson kayaks are truly innovating the industry. With the Kilroy, the coolest setup for the Kilroy with the duck blind system that can allow you to hunt in a kayak designed for it. It is just absolutely awesome. It really can make your, your game explode. So check them out. Go to jacksonkayak.com, check out that new blind. It's on our Facebook page, on the Jackson Kayak Facebook page, or go to your local dealer, check it out, as well as the brand-new Kraken, a Jim Salmon's uh, uh, signature boat. Trust me, it is too cool for school. So check them out at your local dealer or at jacksonkayak.com. All right, guys, that time of the year again, jerk baits, Flutter baits, just just funky baits are the norm. And the norm is has been rewritten thanks to lickum Lures and their tongue slapper. Folks, I am telling you, this is a great bait to have in your box. It is a soft plastic flutter spoon, okay, uh, or soft plastic spoon jerk bait. It looks like a spoon, but it fishes like a jerk bait. So check them out. Go to lickemlureinc.com. Check it out. Pick yourself up a pack. I'm telling you, the Smoky Silver and Junior is out of sight right now. So check them out. Lickemlureinc.com. All right, folks, we're back. My buttons aren't working uh, on my sound bites for whatever reason, but we're back. Um, again, this is brought to you by HuntFishBattle.com. Check them out. Number 10% off your next spinnerbait purchase with spinnerbait10 in the discount comment section. Um, so, hard, hard tackle. And, and, and I'm not going to get into rods or anything crazy like that for trolling spoons, but the terminal tackle needed and specifically how you'd set it up um, is very important. And one thing that I find is that most people don't use, they they don't use um, the correct swivels or they use too big of a swivel, okay? You always want to use the smallest swivel you can get away with. And And personally for me, I am using a size like eight, which is very tiny, eight, eight, or even ten in, in the the ball bearing swivel. Okay, this is allowing me to minimize the the presence of that swivel, but it's still allowing the most action. And and I've talked about ball bearing swivels before, and and some people just have believed in them yet because they think that just the barrel swivel is sufficient. When you start talking about something that's spinning, okay, the way those barrel swivels work and, and how they originally came about was actually a nail, <laughs> okay, that was encapsulated in a crimper. They had a crimper that would crimp uh, a sleeve around the nail head, okay, and then they, they just bent it around to hold on to it. Guess what folks? Technology hasn't changed, okay? It, 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 in that sense for those in those old barrel swivels. The ball bearing swivels actually work along the concept of a of, of either one or multiple ball bearings, okay, inside of a of a of a sealed interior that allows it to spin. Okay. Now those in that sealed interior, 99 times out of 100, with a quality company, those ball bearings are coated and, and packed in a grease, which allows them to get hot from constant use without breaking down. And actually, the the hotter it gets, the more uh, um, uh, uh, liquid that that grease becomes, and the bait, and the thing actually works better. I've actually taken it. Uh, 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 taking uh, uh, ball bearing swivels from the from when I worked uh, on the uh, offshore boats, and uh, seeing the torch and hitting them with the torch real fast, just to heat them up a little bit, get that viscous again, and broken you know ones that have been uh, locked up loose again, and and, and it's a fine working shape. But the only problem with all the swivels is you have to watch for that for that uh, barrel. Or, or or swivel area the the main center section. Make sure it doesn't have any dents or cracks or anything wrong with it because it won't allow it to spin and and it will literally turn your line into a, a knotted mess. Um, but if I was going to troll for them or use it as a you troll with these spoons, a lot of them, you know, even though the the biggest ones aren't that heavy, a, and 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 kayaks we were very limited in our speed. So, one thing you want to do is buy the cigar weights. One ounce is all you will ever need in a kayak. Okay, a one ounce cigar weight has got two, uh, it's, a, it's a long cylindrical uh, uh, lead with two uh, ends on it. Tie your main line to a ball-bearing be- ball snap swivel, okay, and then create a leader, for your, your, your other spoon, with a ball bearing snap swivel on one end, put it down the middle. Put another ball bearing swivel, okay, and then a ball bearing snap swivel on the other end. What you're basically doing is is creating zero point of line twist, and that sounds very complicated, but it is definitely needed. Trust me. When I was using when we trolled for. Um, Spanish mackerel and bluefish in the saltwater, we would use the same rig but with a Clark spoon. And a Clark spoon is a uh, high-speed spoon that spins. It spins very quickly, and it will turn your line into a bird's nest while you're trolling in the water. Um, It it is just gnarly, nasty uh, line twist. And you don't get it out. You just got to retie. Uh, cut and retie is the best thing I could, you you could do. So, one thing that I, that I can stress enough is high quality spoons or high quality swivels for your spoons. Okay? Do not go out there and try to use anything else. Ball bearing swivels are your friend. Learn to love them. Okay? And go with the smallest you can get away with um, to make things as easy as possible.
1: Yeah, I gotta
0: say, uh, Spro um, makes an excellent ball bearing swivel. Oh yeah, the, the Spro barrel swivels are some of the best in the industry.
1: You know, oh, and, the bearing bearing an ones,
0: idea. Too. Yeah, that's you know the the ball bearing um, wind on. They actually say wind on leader on them. Those are meant for tuna. Even the smallest one, I think it's a fifty pound one, is it, actually used for tuna fishing on charter boats and on and on. Uh, uh, Commercial boats, and and it's kind of funky on how it's done, but that's basically what happens is is we take our eighty pound main line and crimp it to the um, to the swivel, and then our leader which is about a hundred pound, we, we crimp that on there, and then we put our our whatever we're using you know forty feet of leader. And then when the angler's is reeling, once he gets that swivel on there, on, on the reel, then it's lockdown time, and that fish is pretty much going to get a gas. Um, so, you know, it, it's kind of kind of crazy that a little 50 pound little swivel, I mean, smaller swivel than I see almost, um, uh, you know, freshwater rigs for for not as strong of a fish are being used, and that, and that tells you something. You know, they they went from they didn't go for quality. Components went for a quantity component. if that makes any sense?
1: So yeah, the uh, the spro heavy swivel, the size three. It's only about uh uh, like uh three eighths of an inch long by like an eighth of an inch thick, and that thing's rated for 150 pounds.
0: Yeah, the the you don't really. It looks like a a, uh insane swivel. You know, with two big bulky ends on it. Yeah. Those are famous by the long liners for the longest time. Yeah, you I know and those things.
1: It says 150 pounds,
0: but I bet you that could lift a freaking uh, Chevy Silverado. <laughs> it probably but, could. Um, <laughs> uh, the, last, <laughs> the last spoon we're going to talk about are the flutter spoons. And these are the ones you see striking, you know, talking about. Someone you'll see uh, KVD use a lot. Um, and, and especially, they're, they're easy to use, is the best way to put it. Um, you know, they're the crocodile spoons. They're the, they're, they're more convex. Very similar to the Johnson uh, Devil, but these have a very willow leaf blade style. There you go. Oh. Uh, and- Vienna blade, even better. These are baits that work the best when you use a yo-yo style retrieve. You cast them really far and you let them sink. I don't sink the bottom. Then you just pull the rod up, get the bait off the bottom, it'll wobble on its way up, you give it slack, and it flutters, and, and just like a leaf color for a tree, all the way down. And they are deadly, especially at the time of year. Those no bats are more cheap. they their, their approach in the water column. This is where the to shot. Because you can just reel it, and it's going to wobble, kill it, and it starts to fall the flow with that real... Uh, erratic fall that it has and bass will come from a good distance to eat it because again it has that body shape of a wounded bait fish
2: and it's
0: deadly, deadly 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 and again that's that's how you fish with a yo-yo style okay um, you know I know some guys that, that, that swear about burn them um, you know and, and, and I love doing that as well uh, but to catch consistent bass, you yo-yo it, or reel it real slow. And I'm talking ear ratio on your reel is 5 to 1, okay? And I use fluorocarbon for all the, my flutter spoons. Uh, trolling is whatever you feel like. For the Hopkins and everything, and those, you're going to want braided lines because you're going to put a lot of stress in that cast um, and need that feel. But for flutter spoons, I love having fluorocarbon. Okay. Make a long cast, sink, and then put a very low gear ratio reel and you're really slow. Get that bait moving a little bit. Three or four cranks, drop the rod tip, and let it slowly fall. Okay? When you feel if you see that line go slack, reel. If 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 all of a sudden you feel you know tension on the end, the fish. If not, bring it, you know, once you come tight, reel a little, little bit, give it some slack. Uh, the fall, keep doing that. It's basically a yo-yo with making it look like it's trying to get away, and then you know this, uh, this equilibrium. Put it there. very, very deadly this time of year, especially when bass are deep, shallow, when they're deep, or shallow. But guess what? If you eat that spoon, if they come up in the bus circuit, bust it over there, reel them light the corner. Don't catch that. Um, I'll take a split ring. As a small split ring, I can, I can actually fit onto that. Um, uh, I use a split ring barrel for the time that you find on your, your spinnerbait. Okay? Take that off. Put it on the, the spoon. That allows it to spin without twisting my line. Now, if I want to faster, I... Not spend dot right in the center, right, they really make it fall on a plane, on a on a plane, very well. But if I wanted to paint this before they don't die. I actually go ahead and put on this one here, uh, barrel, uh, that barrel snap, cool. okay? Uh, it, it gives it a little head weight to it, it can fall down very, very well, uh, with the head now takes the, the center. Um, and this fall Next category Alabama rig With the Alabama rig Okay I am a true believer In the tactical angler Clip On The Alabama rig um, You know what I'm talking about Go to tacticalangler.com If they're not a sponsor There's actually An old friend of mine uh, uh, Crazy upper So he Crazy um, Tactical angler They make these clips clips are great, highly recommend them, Uh, but what I have found is that when I put those clips on there, or any uh, snap, for that matter, it allows that rig to work and swivel more in the water column and off of the cover better. Now, again, what is an Alabama rig? An Alabama rig is basically a castable umbrella rig. (laughs) Umbrella rigs have been used for 70, 80, 90 years you line that in the saltwater industry, catching stripers and bluefish and tuna um you know uh you name it, it's being used on with a um, an umbrella rig, okay, nothing new, but in this industry, now they've been downsized to a smaller unit. And they are absolutely awesome. Um, I've really fallen in love with them, especially when the bite is tough and the the bass aren't looking for that single bait fish. They're looking for that school. And this is the time of year they shine um, when when bass are feeding on shad, stuff like that. Um, Now, we've talked about rods and stuff like that. We're talking about bait, the bait more than anything and how you can better understand it. There are guys that are making you know, small un- small batch umbrella rigs that are, well, look at them closely, okay? If it looks like a seven-year-old with paper mache kind of made it, not the best bait you want to put your, your, um you know, your possible tournament money on. <clears throat> if the wire is thicker than your brake cable on your car, not the best thing, okay? This is where you're going to want to, Invest the money on high quality products, okay, and one of the best is like the, the titanium rig from Strike King absolutely my ultimate favorite It uses titanium arms, okay, which allow that bait to when you put when you're reeling it in it collapses that that those arms down towards the center. Which allows it to make it look like a tighter bait school. But when you pause it and give it a little bit of slack, those arms flare, just like a bait school will flare. It is my favorite. I have like five or six, you're gonna pay out the butt for it. Okay. But save your pennies if you're looking to get into it. That's the one the uh the man's uh al- original Alabama rig, the one that Paul Elias used to to catch like hundred and ten pounds, I think it was, um in in the tournament. Definitely worth using as well. Great rig. It's the original. Um, uh, let's see here. Booyah has the Flash Mob. The Flash Mob is a great one, especially when, you, when you're when you in areas like uh, Kentucky and Tennessee, I think is another one, where you can only have certain – or out Oklahoma, I know, is this way as well – where you can only have certain number of hooks per bait or per line. Um, what it does is it adds a a larger profile, uh, and, and personally, I take all my rigs and I, I add, uh, willow leaf blades to them, uh, in some way, shape or form, uh, whether through, uh, whether through, you know, crimping on, you know, a swivel or, or something crazy like that, just to give it that extra flash, um. You know, or if you, you're feeling, you know, like you want to make your own, go right ahead. I would not use any wire smaller than a number six. Uh, or would I go any bigger than a size seven in, in, in stainless wire? Um, you know, learn how to do a, a haywire twist. Learn how to, you know, how to get the the right dimensions. You know, and always remember that the center, you, the center one coming out the middle needs to be longer because that's your, 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 your your trail bait, um, which is very important. You know, these are all things that go into the Alabama rig which make it that make it work. It's in it's in and I'm coming from from both sides, from the saltwater side for many years of working as a mate and recreational fishing using uh, uh umbrella rigs. Um you know and that's a key that's that's a big thing let's talk about that for a second that center post one on your basic all umbrella rig now I know there's like three uh wire ones and there's there's ones that only have two and everything else so we're talking about the base uh rig where it's five wires four outside baits and then one center bait and, and people ask me why is that center bait one so long or well, it's longer than the rest the reason is, is that that is set up for a trail bait now depending on to forage in that lake, okay, if you have a lake that is that has a lot of white or, ye- or, or, or yellow perch, you're going to want to use a white or yellow perch bait for that, a little bigger than the baits around it. The reason is you're going to make it look like that white or yellow perch is trying to feed on that bait fish. Create, go from a feeding instinct on the bass, pike, musky, whatever, to a territorial jealousy bite. We've talked about this before. Okay, what you're basically doing is, is flipping the switch from you know, I'm hungry to, I'm going to kill it before it eats the forage I could eat later, okay? So, going in and, and, and setting up like that is deadly. Or, what I like to do is use a small spoon, like a crocodile, like a cast master, um, like a flutter spoon, or even a Clark spoon, okay, which is another trolling spoon, Put it on there like a size double eye, which is pretty long, okay? And then adding on my outside baits, smaller little paddle tails. A lot of companies now are making a one- or two-inch long paddle tail, okay? This will allow that bait to, I don't know to put it, make it look like a wounded or or one that just doesn't fit. And that's the big thing. If you, if you can make it look like something just doesn't fit, a lot of times the predatory fish, your pike, musky, bass, um, crappie even, will be like, "That's just wrong, I'm going to eat it. See, it doesn't belong here. One thing is not like the others. Okay, you all remember that song from Sesame Street. Um, you know, it, it just drives them insane, and it will allow you to put more fish in the boat. Little, little things like that. Go out and try these baits. And I'm telling you you will find that they are just awesome, awesome, awesome baits to use. granted you're gonna pay a little bit more, but again, October is big bait month, and when you start talking big, you start talking big money as well. uh spoons, not as much, but with uh Alabama rigs and swim baits and stuff like that, you start talking about that big money um Matt, you there? I am. Cool, oh, man. Hey, my, uh, my computer's all locked up. Anyone talking in the chat room? Nope. All right. Well, I think we were going to talk about bucktails, but I think that's going to fall better into next week's show. And next week's show is going to be all about swim baits and bucktails, and, and the two kind of uh, intertwine, and uh, and it's going to be interesting in how that happens. So I think it's going to work better if we talk about bucktails next week. Sounds good to me. Cool, man. Um, So, uh, do you have any announcements?
1: Uh, Next week's show, tune in live, because we'll be actually giving away some Jackson Kayak swag. Um, Call in live, and uh, we'll give that away. But other than that, I don't really have much.
0: All right, man. Plug yourself.
1: Uh, Jackson Kayak, why paddle the rest when you can paddle the best? Ram Mounts. All made in the U.S.A., rod holders, cam mounts, anything you could think of for mounting stuff to your kayak. Ram's got it. Um, bending branches paddles, Aquabound paddles, I mean, great paddles. Um, they get you right to your fishing spot pretty quick. And uh, torpedo motors, those long days of paddling. Why not drop a motor in and cruise on back?
2: There you go. Cool,
1: man.
0: All right, guys, my personal sponsors, and I cannot do this without um, Jackson Kayak, Tommy Head Jigs, Orca Coolers, Lick'em Lures, and Bull Bay Rods. Um, Thank you so much for what you guys do for me. Um, And Huntfish Paddle, thank you for being a sponsor of the Low Sodium Show. Again, Adam and the rest of the crew will do you right. So please check them out at Huntfishpaddle.com. With that being said, thank you, everyone, for showing up. I do apologize. My computer locked up and just uh, issues. <laughs> um, so, again, with that being said, folks, have a great night. Have a great, safe weekend. With all the boondogglers, hope you all made it home safe. Remember, folks, take a kid out fishing. Memories are never made in front of a TV and no one puts pictures on the wall of you watching TV. Always wear your PFD. It does you no good if you're sinking and it's floating away. Fortune favors the bold? Always remember that. Be bold. You will work out for you, I promise. And if you get out fishing this weekend, tonight, or at any time, to remember to get your fish on man. My- I hope everyone has a great weekend. Catch you next time on the Low Sodium Show. Tomorrow night's show with Chips the Tree 300 Gibson. Check them out. All about the boondoggle. I can almost guarantee it. So with that being said, good night, everybody. Catch you next week, only on the Low Sodium Show.
2: Go ahead, Matt, end it.